Welcome back to the Rachel LaForce Show. That's right, it's me, Rachel LaForce, and this is my show. For a show of any other name would be harder to Google. Uh, okay, quick and dirty, here we go. You ready for this? Also, if you're watching the video, I am about to take my son to swim class. That's why I look like I'm going on vacation. I just have a just fun little Hawaiian shorts on. She's going on vacation. Uh, she's not. She's going to swim class. Okay, here's what I want to talk about is spiritual hygiene. Now, that is a very long conversation. I just want to give you, again, I'm dropping in with some more, just a quick tune-up. It's summertime. I know you're out there. You're doing a lot of stuff. So I want you to be able to pop on, get a little bit of juice from me, and then be able to take it out into your life and implement it. Uh, So that's just kind of what I'm feeling. Let me hit you with some bullet points, some things that, those little force bullet points, and some things that are applicable uh, that you can implement, that you can integrate. Some of them may work for you. Some of them may not. You may have your own. If you do, DM me. Uh, you can email me, rachel at rachelforce.com. Let me know what spiritual hygiene type things are you doing uh, in your own life, in your daily life? What has worked for you? So some of you may be like, oh, old, old hat, Rach. I already got my spiritual hygiene routine. I don't need this podcast episode. That would be fine. I forget because these are things that I talk about and deal with and interact with all the time that maybe unbeknownst to me, I am the person that you're uh, getting information from for the first time about all these spiritual practices or, uh, you know, the whole hashtag wellness of it all. I could be the first one. I don't know. To me, it seems like a, you know, a billion dollar industry with a lot of charlatans, but what do I know? Okay. So we do a lot of things to work. I always talk about that when we're really in hashtag alignment, it's because body, mind, and soul, right, are all in alignment. We're nurturing all of them. And what we need for each of them is different. Uh, and what each person needs is different, right? So sometimes a way to even kind of figure out where you are, especially how much uh, spiritual hygiene do you need, I always do the old pie graph. So if you create a pie graph, that's body, mind, and soul, uh, right? Or what are all of the things that are under body for you, whether that's working out, body dysmorphia, who you share your body with, how you share your body with yourself, all of the things that have to do with body, maybe that's nutrition, how you eat, everything goes underneath there, right? Everything with mind, career, creativity, negative thoughts, positive thoughts, positive affirmations, what you read, what you take in, social media, everything that's all under mind. Now, I find a lot of times the spiritual or the soul aspect sometimes has both. Uh, So I'm going to leave that up to you, whatever feels like something that is there to nurture your soul. So for instance, I do a lot of um, family sometimes falls under that for me, Uh, being out in nature, uh, being connected to my artistic self, inner child work, uh, talk therapy, uh, all of those things, right? And again, it's a pie graph so we can kind of know where we are with the three. Um, sometimes even like uh, social friendships for me comes under soul. But you'll find uh, that a lot of them overlap and that's okay. So that's the first thing that we're going to do. So then you can kind of get an idea of how do you even view your soul, your spirit, your higher self, however you define that. And maybe you're going, Rachel, I don't even really know how to define that yet. That's okay. You don't need to the more you do these practices and you're kind of tuning in and doing this work for yourself, it'll reveal to you how you want to identify, listen to it, 
uh, or label it if you decide to do that, right? We don't need to overthink it. So that way you kind of know what nurtures your soul and how do you want to spend time with it. Now, I find uh, a lot of times those of us that are empathic or um, that should just be the end of the sentence because most of you that are here and listening to it, just a bunch of bleeding hearts, you know what I mean? Uh, So if you're empathic or especially if you work in customer service or you're working with people a lot, healthcare workers, teachers, any of these things where we're interacting with people a lot, even performers, this is a big one. You are taking on a lot of mothers. You're taking on a lot of different people's energy throughout the day and it really is exhausting and wears us down. So there are things that you can do. There are practices, there are tools of things that you can do to kind of hashtag cleanse your body in the beginning and the end of the day. The other thing I love about a lot of these tools is they're very quick. A lot of them are quiet. You can do them in your car. So let's say I know a lot of you are creatives. A lot of you are in LA or auditioning, things like that. If you know you've been carrying a lot of anxiety and you're like, I don't want to carry this anymore. This is something you can quickly do in order to just whoosh, let all of that leave you and kind of come back to self so that you can get grounded quickly. That's what these are about. These are about being able to ground you in your body Uh, and again, but it's just about spirit. Sometimes it's hard until we clear that channel. It's hard to really get grounded in our body. So these are just a few that I really, uh, have found useful for me. Again, throw a dart. You can find a spiritual teacher who's talking about their spiritual hygiene. So, you know, they don't have to be too sacred. No pun intended. Okay. Uh, this is one that I started doing. Didn't even know that that's what I was doing. Okay. Uh, so when I was first getting sober and doing, you know, reading spiritual books and probably listening to podcasts like this, I started doing this thing and I didn't even like realize now I'm like, oh, I was like healing myself and didn't even know. So, you know, when you pull hair out of a drain, and it's kind of like all like stuck together. And sometimes like, it's just to like unclog it. That's what I like to do for myself. So again, let's also know that these are like silly and made up. So don't take yourself so seriously here. Okay. So if you're watching this, it makes sense. If you are listening to the auditory version, I will do my best to explain it. So what I do is I kind of take um, like my pincher fingers almost inside my mouth as though I'm pulling something out. So I'm unclogging the drain for myself. And sometimes I'll find I'm like, whoa, it's actually a lot more clogged than I thought. Obviously, I'm not actually pulling anything physical out. Uh, If you are, call your doctor. Do you know what I mean? That's beyond my pay grade. But hopefully you're not pulling anything out. You're just kind of slowly pulling out that energy. I always like to keep my mouth open and really my tongue out and kind of uh, that, that stance and really pulling out this energy. A lot of times it's if you were uh, gossiping or you were saying stuff about yourself that wasn't positive, uh, or maybe you've just been talking too much. I actually find a lot of times mine is like at the end or beginning of the month where I'm like, oh, I feel like there's just a lot of gunk that gets stuck. If you're somebody who uses your, uh, if you're vocal a lot like me, you know, this is kind of where your throat chakra is. This is something of like, you know, I'm a big believer of what we say we believe. So always making sure that I'm speaking in my highest about other people, about myself, about my dreams. Right. Um, and so really like 
clearing all of that out. And sometimes I find it's almost like a magician who's like pulling scarves out. It's like how many scarves are in that guy's sleeve? That's sometimes what I feel. So it's like you don't have to stop pulling until you feel like you've gotten it all. So sometimes I'm just pulling a little bit and it's like, ugh, okay. And sometimes I'm like, whoa, there's a lot more that I'm kind of pulling out. And the more that you really take it seriously and if this is kind of the practice that you identify with, you will find it to be highly effective. And it's wild the shift that you actually feel when you're like, oh, I feel like this drain is completely uh, open now where I pulled all of that out. So that's a really good way to do that if you're somebody who talks a lot uh, or if you're somebody who doesn't share your feelings a lot. That might be where you are. You're super vulnerable, but you don't talk about it you swallow a lot of your opinions. You tend to be a people pleaser. If you're in that space, you've been holding on to a lot of shit. And so if I had to guess, there's a lot backed up in there. So that might be a tool that's very helpful for you. Uh, another one that I find, if you guys have um, some Palo Santo available, you can buy it on Amazon so it doesn't have to be like blessed by a shaman. I mean, if it is, great, but you know what I mean? We're all human. So you can just buy a bag of it for like 24 bucks on Amazon and they're just these little sticks. You can just light the the one end of it and I like to just do circles above my head. So Palo Santo is known uh, to be kind of a, a purifying agent. You can read all about it of different indigenous cultures that have always used Palo Santo in uh, cleansing and purification ceremonies. Again, you may smell it and it may be something that you instantly have a connection with or you may have that like Ugh. people always talk about saging things I burnt sage for me I'm not here for it it's just like like some people love cigars and for me it just smells like mistakes you know so you may find that something does work for you or something doesn't uh but Palo Santo is something that I really love so I love to do circles right around the crown the top of my head especially kind of before I'm going to meditate or sometimes if even before doing this podcast uh, or if I'm going to speak in front of people, it's just a way of like, that's where my channel is. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I share with you guys that I, you know, hashtag download all that stuff that's coming in from my crown and coming directly into me. And so I find I really like to have that nice and clear and open. Uh, and so sometimes even if you don't have Palo Santo, I like to just, you can just kind of imagine it in your head and just kind of do those swirls and kind of holding that space and energy, and I find it does the same thing. You can also pull, again, that same idea of just kind of pulling out from the top of your head, not really pulling, you're not pulling your hair, just kind of a few inches hovering above the top of your head, and that same idea of just pulling that energy out. So anything that you don't need, uh, you are welcome to give back to whoever it came from. Uh, so... That's one when you're kind of like clearing that crown. That's something I like to do. Now, something that you can do if you know, if you're like, oh, we got to go hang out with this side of the family, right? Everybody's got one. And it's something that's very difficult for you. I always love to do, I'm super sensitive. My energy field is very sensitive. And so I have found this has been a really good one for me. A lot of times people can do, I like, sometimes people will do a full um, kind of like a ring of white light that they imagine around themselves. So it's kind of really protecting them in this white light, which I think is very beautiful. 
I find that to be too gentle for the forces that are trying to fuck up my day. You know what I mean? So I like to do the shield. I like to imagine that right in front of me is just this very, you can kind of imagine it however you want to. I always just kind of close my eyes and imagine, you know, if you hold that shield, right, typically warriors would hold it in one hand and right above their uh, heart and chest. And I find that's where I digest a lot of what people are feeling, not even so much through any other chakra, but right through my heart. I find a lot of times that our emotions or people that trigger me or make me frustrated, a lot of that comes right through my heart. So that's something that you can really do is just kind of imagine that spiritual um, shield for yourself. Again, these are very silly, but highly uh, effective. So, you know, go figure. Like I always say, uh, two things can be true at once. So you can hold that shield up. Obviously, don't walk into the room with your arm up like you're holding this imaginary shield. You will not be invited back, okay? But you just want to imagine that and know that that's real for yourself. So anytime that you're in that engagement with somebody else, with those people that trigger you, and if they're like, oh, what are you guys, like, are you dating anybody? Or any of those trigger questions for you, you just can, again, like, go back and remember, I'm just here, I have my shield, I'm okay. So it just kind of creates a little bit of distance between yourself and the other people so you don't feel so vulnerable, right? That's a big one. So uh, that's just about protecting our energy body. So again, that's the circle of white light or your shield, Another one that I like to do uh, either at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, and this one is very silly, but this one is also super effective. So a lot of times when we're struggling spiritually, that means that we're acting in opposition of ourselves or we have been and we're wanting to change those habits. A lot of things I identify as spiritual are um, our sense of safety, our sense of self-worth, and a lot of that we have learned from other people. And so what I like to do, especially is this is something for self-validation. So this one, again, very silly, but I'm telling you, if you can like buckle down and do it, this one is really, really great. And this is a really great one to do over time. So you've brushed your teeth, you've washed your face, you've done the hygiene for the other things. Um, now, if there were things that you found that you were really seeking validation for outside of yourself all day, you want to now self-validate. So this is an auditory one. I want you to look yourself in the mirror. I know. Look yourself in the mirror and say whatever the thing is that you are wanting validation for. So if I was like, um, I'm wanting validation that my podcast was helpful for somebody today. That's what I was seeking. I wanted somebody else to say, hey, your podcast was really helpful today. Really what I want to know is I want to validate myself and go, I know that what I'm creating is going to be helpful for other people. So when I say I'm seeking validation for blank and I go, I am the person who is going to validate blank. So that way you are creating the strong sense of self. Yes, it's important to be validated by other people, et cetera. I'm not saying that you're the end all be all, but if this is a trigger point for you, this is a big one, right? If you were like, uh, you went out to a bar and you're single and you're like, I wanted somebody to validate for me that I'm hot and you feel like nobody did that for you. Uh, and then you can look at yourself and go, I am the person that is going to validate that I am attractive, right? So whatever these things are for yourself, learning to validate them. The most important thing is saying what it is that you want to be validated and saying, I am. 
so that you're learning over and over. You're teaching your body and your mind and your soul. You are the person. It's an inside job that's going to validate that thing for yourself in order to get to where you want to be. So that one's really difficult because it's super vulnerable, even if no one's in the room and nobody knows that we're doing it for some reason. It's like we can even get over how silly it is. But that's also how you know the more resistance you have towards any of these, that's, that is the spiritual hygiene one for you. Uh, and then lastly, at the end of the day, I like to circle through how I'm feeling. Um, and you may identify them as feelings, colors, words, or pictures. A lot of people have different things that come up for them when you're doing uh, what's called a body scan. So you can do this at any point during the day. I like to do it either in the morning or at night, depending on what I needed most from that day. But you can, uh, I also like to do it when I wake up or go to bed because you're already laying down. So it kind of makes this idea of a body scan nice and easy. But I want you to get nice and neutral and you start all the way down at your toes and you just scan all the way up nice and slow up your body. So if you're at your toes, to the back of your feet, up your shins, to your knees, up the backs of your legs and the front of your legs, up to your pelvis, feeling all those, feeling your sits bones, feeling your womb, your belly button, all throughout your stomach, the back, all the way up the back, all of your back muscles, all the way up the front, over your chest, into your shoulders. Now your muscles from the back and from the front have met right at your shoulders and all the way down your arms, going back up your arms, really focusing right through your heart chakra, your throat chakra, all the way up to the top of your head. Now, you're going to find that some shit's going to come up for you. And you may know, oh, I hold uh, trauma in this part of my body, or, oh, I always have knee in, like knee injuries, or a big one for me is I've always hunched over. And that was, everybody was like, oh, you're tall, you're tall. I was the first one that got boobs. Oh, so it was like all of the, where I just wanted to hide. And so it's taken me a lot. You may even see me a lot on this podcast. I readjust and put my shoulders back because I'm no longer a 12 year old preteen on the playground who's being bullied. So put your shoulders back. Okay. Uh, you're 37, get it together. So that's, what's so great, right? About all of these different, um, things that will come up for you when you're doing these body scans. Now, again, you may scan and go, uh, ship shape. Great. Uh, but probably over time you may find uh, that you're feeling like gross feelings or maybe you're angry and that's presenting itself as like a color or you're seeing a picture of that person or whatever these things are. And so when they come up for you and identifying what is for me and what is from someone else, right? What is what is like on my side of the street versus someone else's? And when those things come up and you're like, oh, that's not mine, right? Maybe you're, you're like, oh, I was really feeling anxious and you thought about it and it's like, oh, that's because I was talking with so-and-so today and they were sharing how anxious they were about their show being picked up or whatever their thing was. And now you've taken that on. So being able to identify, and this may be a practice for you over time of learning to identify what is me and what is someone else, right? That's a huge thing that we learn over time when you're going from being a people pleaser, being codependent, all of these things where we're kind of giving ourselves away to really coming into our own and being in our body and having autonomy in our body, mind, and soul. So it's going to be, it's a practice like anything else. But when these things come up for you and you've learned that discernment, what is me and what is someone else, uh, there's always just a way of offering it back out into the world. Now, depending on your degree of how far you want to take this, 
Sometimes you can just go, oh, not for me, and that's fine. Some people like to go, this is no longer for me. I'm giving it back out to the universe. And some people like to deliver it back into the universe with love. It's taken me a long time to get to the place where I can authentically be like, this is no longer for me, and I offer this to the universe with love without being like, this is so this is so dumb. So you may, you know, it goes in stages. Don't rush yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, so whatever, really whatever feels authentic to you. So that's just a handful of the ones that I typically use, you know, every day. Now, obviously I'm not doing those all the time every day. That would be a lot, but I just want to leave you with a few quick and dirty tools of things that you could do to clear your energy field and to really make sure that you are feeling the best of your ability. Because sometimes we will carry around somebody else's energy for X amount of time. This is not woo-woo. It's very true. We're sensitive. We're engaging with people all the time online. You saw something that made you not feel good. It's like, you don't need to take that energy into a meeting. You don't need to take that energy into a first date. You don't need to take that energy into giving your kid a bath, right? So whenever you start to feel funky in that way, knowing that you have these tools, knowing that they're quick and they're easy and they're effective and you can modify them however. And in doing them, you may find like, or you may even find like, oh, holy shit, this one thing that I always do, that's actually spiritual hygiene and I didn't even know, right? Just like with what I found with uh, my energy pull. So I trust that those will be helpful. Uh, and again, let me know if there are things that like you're using or, or uh, other things that you've learned along the way. I always love to have uh, new tools or try new things. So yeah, shoot me a DM, email me, rachel at rachelforce.com. You can even comment on this video uh, and tell me what works for you. Uh, guys, I'm off to swim class. That's it. That's all I got. Tune out, tune in. Love you, mean it. Time.